Hey everybody, guess what? It's JR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode of Season 8, Red Pill University Lecture, let's get into it. Students, remember, grab your notebook and write this down. I am the high value person. No one's more valuable than me. I am that valued person. No one's more valuable than me. That's what you're gonna write. No one's more valuable than me. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go around. Go ahead, you're the one rushing. Like I said. Hey everybody, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast in this season eight. Red Pill University Lecture Talk. We're gonna be digging right in. So students, remember, grab your notebook, write this down. I am the most high value person there is. No one more valuable than me. I am the high value person. Let's dig in. As I said in my lecture, I tell you what it is about being a valued person because you are a valued asset. All right, we're gonna start digging. All right, we're gonna start talking about what it means to be a valued person. What it means to be high value, what it means that you need to do to become a better person, all right? We want you to start understanding some things because there's things that you need to understand that you need to follow, rules, regulations that you need to follow and everything that you need to do to be a better person that you need to be. We're gonna start getting into this right now. Listen, every time, this is what we're gonna talk about right now and this lecture we're gonna talk about what you need to do. Listen, value has, has a different asset of commodity. When we, when we think of value of being a person who you are, you are the value. You are a high value person. No one's more valuable than you. You are the value. When you look for a high value woman, man, person, whoever, non-binary, it doesn't matter. When you look for that value, you are looking for that person. And that person is the person that you're gonna look at and that's the person that you're gonna look into your life. Because you want someone that's gonna be, that's gonna be your equal, right? I heard this story once, students. Um, I, had a, I heard a person said, um, you're my person. Or I had a person who said, you complete me. And someone said, no, you don't want someone to complete you. Well, reality is you do. Because you want someone that's going to that's gonna be there. That's going to be in your corner. That's going to have your back. When, when, excuse my language, when shit hits the fan, you want someone to be there to give you that stability, give you that backbone, give you something that's gonna keep you motivated, that's gonna motivate you so that you can be who you are meant to be because you are the most valued asset there is in life. Life is a gamble and we tend to look at gamble, we look at life as like a gamble, like you're going to the casino or you're buying a lottery ticket. It's a gamble and you gotta make sure you get the winning because like you're, you're looking for the eyes on the prize. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that prize. That prize possession is what you're looking for. You're looking for someone that's gonna, that's gonna give you what you need. The love, the stability, the comfort that you need. A lot of people say, well, I just want someone. No, you want someone, but you want someone that's gonna be there in your corner. That's gonna give you what you need to make you the better person, right? Well, yes and no. Here's the no part. You don't want someone that's gonna make you a better person. You want someone that's gonna make you who you meant to be, who you were meant to be. Sometimes 
people are what you call settlers. We're not looking for settlers. We're looking for someone that's going to show you the way to be an effective, high-value person because your value and your way of thinking means the most to the world because you need someone that's going to stand there and give you everything you need to do to become a high-value person because, yeah, of course, you can sit there and say, well, uh, I, can get, I can do this or oh, I can get a person to be that. No. You want someone that's going to stand in your corner, that's going to be there like when, when things go bad, they're there. When you're wrong, there's a song, students, there's a song by, by, um, Travis, by Travis Tritt, it's for the love of a woman. Even when he's wrong, she still loves him. Even when, even when he's wrong, she's in his corner, no matter what. Everybody in town says this man is no good. This man is wrong for her. But when she calls his name, he comes running. That's the type of person you want. You want that person that'll just be there. That'll be there. That You want that person to be your rock. You want that rock. You want that anchor. And I mean that in, in a way to where I want you to understand that you want someone that's going to be your anchor. Because that's the kind of anchor you need. You need someone that's going to stand there and be on your corner when everything else is wrong in life, that person is right there to give you that motivation to say, it's going to be all right. I got you. That's what you're looking for. Okay, students? That's what you're looking for. You're looking for someone that's going to stand there and be there for you. It's going to show you what it means to be, I'm there for you. You're not, getting, you're not wanting someone there that's going to be there here today, gone tomorrow. Because let me tell you something. You got to look at it like this. I'm going to tell you something you need to look at. You want to look at it like this. You want somebody that's in your corner for a reason or for a season. So you have to decide on what that person's in your life for, a reason or for a season. If they're in your life for a reason, they need their, they're in their reason, they're in there for a reason to teach you a lesson, to show you what it means to be loved, to be nurtured. If they're in your life for a season, that means they're here today, gone tomorrow. That's what you don't want. So we're not looking for that, students. I'm telling you, you're looking for someone that's going to be there. So on days when you feel like life is just beating you down, that's when that person is going to be right there to show you, yeah, yeah, it's a bad day. But guess what? I got you. That's what you want. When I tell people you want a high value person, some people think of high value as someone with their looks, someone who has the look. That's not what high value means. High value is things that they can bring to the table. What I mean by that, there, there was this guy who, um, I watched a YouTube channel. A guy sat there and asked his lady, he asked his lady, what do you bring to the, what do you bring to the table? That's what I meant. What do you bring to the table? And she said, well, I bring myself. Because, you know, and he goes, really? And what else? Well, it's all I need. It's just me, myself. I bring myself. What else do you need? This is what you need to take. Look, when someone asks you, what do you bring to the table? You need to say, I built that table. And you got to be able to build that table. Women want someone. Women want a person who can really, de they can depend on. When, when, when all else fails, they want someone who can depend on them. Good example. They're driving. Car breaks down. You know, flat tire, 
they want to be able to know that you are able to fix that tire or y'all get a house. They want to know that you can fix that house. Something breaks, you should be able to go and fix that up saying, let me call a mechanic. Let me call a plumber. Let me call it. No, you should be able to get your hands dirty and reach your hand down there and unclog that toilet or try to fix it. Then if you can't fix it because you tried and you can't, yes, then that's when they, you, they want, you want someone you can fix it. You go like, well, then I can't fix it. I tried. We got to call someone. You call a pro. That's what I mean. They don't want, they don't want to hear, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do that. No, that's not what they want to hear. Okay, students, you want to be, you want to be needed. See, women and men, because it can go both ways or non-binary, which it, it doesn't matter. They just want, they want you to be need. You got to be wanted to be needed. Because sometimes people that come into your life want to be able to want to need, want to help you. Want to be able to, want, you got to be needed for something. Let me show you an example. There was a guy, there was a gentleman. I always use guys because, hey, that's hey, all I got. You know, that's all I got. That's all I got in my arsenal. You know, I don't hang around too many women, but I do a lot of guys. So there was this guy. He, he met this girl. This girl um, came into his life. She um, was someone that was of value. Her value and her worth was something that you could not put price tag on because she was looking to help. She was, she was looking to be a helper. So what she did was, this guy, he came with nothing. And he said, I bring myself. When they met, he said, she asked him, what are you looking for in a woman? He said, I'm looking for someone who's honest. Pretty much, I want someone who's honest. I also am looking for someone who, who I can depend on, who I can trust. He said, and he, gave, he gave an analogy. He said, here's an example of what I mean by trust. Let's say I walked in the door. Let's say, he said, let's say we're two, let's say we're, we're married. I walked in the door and I told you, hey, um, this happened today. I had a bad day and this happened. I'm looking for someone that'll say, you know what? That's okay. It'll be all right. Don't worry. There's always tomorrow. Today's another day. That's also from a song, but you know, not here or there. But you want someone, she's... And the way he said it, I want someone that, that will tell me it's okay and that I got you. Don't worry. We'll, we will, we'll get this, we'll get through it together. Not, uh, uh, you know, also students, I've also noticed this. There was this, there was this video, it was on, there was this video on TikTok of this man. He was telling, he told his wife something that was important to him and everything all right uh, yeah and and the way he put it was that's what he was looking for he wanted someone that will just be there when he has bad days he said because I'm a man because listen listen students let me tell you something that I know in this world Today, in this world right now, I want you to realize something. 
This is something that I want you to know. Do you know that in society today, that when it comes to um, life and in general, and in, as far as judgments and stuff, this is what I know. Um, a woman can go out, a woman can walk out the door and pick up any man. She can pick up any guy. She can have any man. But a man cannot pick up any, any person. The reason being is because that's how, that's not how, that's how life is. A man can walk around and um, a woman can go out and get any guy. Can say, I, I can say hi to a guy and boom, done. That guy will sit there and say, yeah, I accept you. Oh yeah, we're done. Oh yeah, I, I can accept you. Let's go. Let's go on a date. Let's go there. But when a guy walk up to a woman and says, hey, how you doing? That woman will, first thing she will say is, um, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm saying, oh no, I got a man or I'm busy or get away from me or you're ugly or I don't like you. There's something about you I don't like. Women can sit there and tell a man things like that. There's something about you I don't like or I, or, or you're ugly or oh, you got terrible teeth or you, your smile or, or this or that. I'm serious. That's what happens. Women will find a man and a man will sit there and tell them, will, will, get, will bring himself to the table. But a woman will sit there and find something wrong with that table and not want it. On the other hand, a woman will bring herself to a table and if that guy really needs that table, he'll be like, yeah, I can accept that. Yeah, oh, uh, you're a little bit, you're a little plus size. Oh, that's fine. I, I can work with that. I can live with that. I'm good. That's a good table. I can live with that table. That's a good table. I can work with that table. I can, I can build that. I can see myself building on that table. That's what I'm talking about, students. See, a, a woman will not do that. She would want that high-end table, that most expensive table that costs the most money. But a guy will take that table, that, that'll get that table from like Goodwill or any thrift store. But no, that's not how the way, um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, that's how it is. So the, the moral of that story is what I say about the table is the looks. A woman can have some bad looks, but a guy can overlook those things if he really truly is in love. See, when you're in love, Love, love will make a man do things that a woman will not do. Vice versa. Also, that's how a woman, a woman will look at a man and be like, ah, you're not my type. You're just not my type. You know, and, and then all, like, I watch these videos. Now, this one was what really what took the cake on this one. Check this out. You can go on. What I want you to do is go look on Google. Put in gold diggers. They showed this one guy. He rented a Lambo. Because then he was from, you can tell he's from L.A. And he rented a Lamborghini. So he rented this Lambo. And when he rented this Lambo, he, um, he rented the Lamborghini and he sat by it. First, he was, he was away from the Lamborghini. And he was like asking this girl, can I get your, hi, how you doing? Can I, how you doing? He said his name. He says, can I get your number? She said, uh, no, I'm not interested. No, I'm good. Thank you anyway. And he was like, okay. He walked away. 
he jumps in his car. She goes, that's your car? Oh, how are you doing? He goes, uh, no, I'm, um, I'm good. And he's like, oh, no, I'm good. She's like, wait, 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 wait. So, so what's your name? And she started talking. And he started talking and talking. And he started telling her, and she started trying to be really good with him. That thing right there, that right there, it's a scenario of a gold digger. Women will do that. Why? I don't know why. But I'm just telling you, that's what they will do. They will be a gold digger. Seriously. Women will be a gold digger regardless. A man can sit there and be like, uh, all right. A man will sit there and can go, you know, he can overlook some things. And they showed this one woman. She, um, she basically, they showed a flip side one. They did one time where they did a flip side. Well, they showed this woman, she was in her, she didn't have her car. She was just a woman being who she was, you know, and she's, but she was like talking to the guy and the guy was like, uh, and she's like, well, how are you? And she's talking to him. The guy was interested, but he didn't say, oh, you were a gold digger or you this or that. Nope. He just talked to her and said, you want to go out for dinner? And she's like, sure. And he said, let's go. Let's go around the corner. And stuff. And he's like, well, um, do you want to you wanna get on the bus? He said, I ride the bus. Do you want to um, get on the bus? I have to take the bus. She was like, that's not, that's not a problem. Come on. Let's get on the bus. So they go and they get on the, they go and they get on the bus. And he, he, he actually get on the bus. And I'm just telling you, that's how things are. I'm just saying that's how sometimes things are. You know, you just, you never, don't judge a book by its cover. I, I stress that. And I mean that because sometimes you can find some really good gems. And it happens sometimes like that. I knew that I hear the story. They say best place to find a best place to find someone is in church. That's true. You can. You can find someone in church. Another one was um, this guy. This one guy says he get he walked into grocery store doing pickup lines on women. That works too. You know, if you know if you want to, yeah. So this guy was sitting in in a grocery store picking up women, asking them you know pickup lines and stuff like, um, hey. Wow, I like those melons. And she goes, excuse me? And he grabbed the melon. I goes, oh no, I was talking about the melons. What would what, you thought? Oh, so you're talking to me. And then he goes, and then she goes, and she sits there, and he's like, and then she just goes, he goes, oh, hey, by the way, can I get your number? And she goes, oh, oh, you want my number? I thought you were talking to me. So you really want my number? He goes, yeah. And they started talking. So students, I'm telling you, some places you may find a person that you never know. Looks can be deceiving. So sometimes you can do that. There was a video of a guy who played homeless because he wanted to see if anyone would notice him or would anyone would say, would, would talk to him, you know, would say hi to him or would speak to him or whatever. Just, you know, in general. So he wanted to know. 
who am I, who, who, who can I, you know, see what I can, just to see. Well, he was standing there holding a sign. He says, I'm, he says, hungry, can I get some, hungry, I would like some food. A lady walks by, she looks at the guy, she goes, she says, what do you like to eat? He says, it really doesn't matter. Food is food. She goes, be right back. Um, you like coffee? Sure. Cream and sugar? Yes. How do you like your coffee? Um, I like mine really sweet. It's fine like yours. The way if you, she says, fine, I'll, I'll get that for you. So she goes and she gets him a coffee and she got him a donut and she got him a sandwich. She comes over, hands him a coffee, donut, sandwich, and she handed him a bottle of water. And she says, hey, girl, this is for you. Because I know that you probably need that. You need that, you need that energy. Because you're out here. And he turned around and told her, thank you. Reached in his pocket, handed her $1,000. And told her, you're the first person. I've been out here all day. You're the first person that ever actually noticed me. She says, well, I see the good in everybody. That's what I'm talking about, students. Sometimes you got to see the good in everybody. You have to see what everyone's doing. You got to see the good in everybody. I'm telling you, you need to see good in everybody. Don't just judge a book by its cover. Because if you just judge the book by its cover, you're not going to, you're not going to see the inner beauty. So what I tell you is look inside and be very careful, okay? Because you never know what you bump into. Because you never know that might be that diamond in the rough. Just saying. I remember once I was, um, I was young. Yeah, I was really, really young. When I say young, I was in my teens. And I remember I, I remember I was young and I was in my teens and I, and I was out and about with friends, you know, with my friends. And we were out and about and we bumped in and we went to this particular, we went to this particular club. It was like a, when I say it's a, it was a hole in the wall place, yeah, it was a hole in the wall. Yeah, and it was, it was like one of those kind of shotgun. It was like a, it was a juke joint. There was one way in and one way out. So I went in there, and my friend that was with me, he was in there, and we were sitting there just talking and talking and relaxing and living the normal life. We both got, we both got our beers, and we sitting there. A fight broke out. All of a sudden, my friend, really good, decent guy, I mean, was he into the, was he into that lifestyle? No, he was a, a pretty decent, he was a person that he could see the good in everybody. Well, this girl was sitting there by herself. He walked over and he just literally walked over and said, what is a person like you doing here she said oh I just like coming to different bars and see how they how the bar looks and stuff and he's like really he says well I want to tell you I would like to take you out to go and have something to eat I'm hungry you, you want to go to Denny's um, and he was a smart savvy guy like me and she said uh, sure Sure. So they, as they got up to go leave, a fight broke out. 
a, a major fight broke out. Tables were thrown and everything. So he turned around and they left. And what and that was in the early that was in early 90s. I had just got back from I had just got back from Job Corps. When we went out, I had just got back from Job Corps and we just went out. And so and so he wanted to show me around and stuff. So we went to Job Corps and I just got back from Job Corps. I had went to Job Corps. How'd you do a podcast about Job Corps? You know, and we went there and from there we relaxed. And when we went there, we sat there and relaxed. And we just we just sat there and relaxed. And that one was something that everyone looked at, you know, we just just chilled at that job core. And you know, cuz that's why I was telling cuz we were talking about job core. She was pretty decent. I'm gonna tell you right now. That decent woman is his wife. And they've been married going on almost 30 years. Yeah, they've been married almost 30 years. Close to 30 years going on their 40 year mark. And that woman treats him like the king he is. And he treats her like the queen she is. Every month on their anniversary that the day that he wrote down the day that he met her he wrote that date down and where he met he wrote he grabbed a note he grabbed a he went to a bar when he went to Denny's he asked the server for a piece of paper and a pen she said I don't have a pen I have a crayon oh he took that crayon and he wrote down on that crayon everything what she wore and what she was doing and how they met her and he wrote that down, and he wrote everything down and folded it up and stuck it in his wallet. Because he wanted to remember. Because he said, I'm a guy and I may forget some things. So he wrote that down, and then when he got home, I didn't go with him. We went our separate ways. But when I bumped back into him, he, he had a notebook and he wrote everything down. He went and stopped at a store, got a notebook, and started detailing everything about her that he liked. Turn around. And that was his way of thing. And he got her number and they started talking and they started living and they started being. He and he every time she called him, she say, you want to come over? He was already over. He was like, I'm there. He called her one day. He called her because he was having a bad. I mean, he said he told me when I bumped into him, he told me I went to his wedding, too. I was at his wedding. I wasn't in his line. I wasn't his like his best man or anything because that was his brother his brother his brother yeah that was his best man because his brother was the one that really was his best man so his brother really was in his corner because when he took when he took her to her his family because his family wasn't like what you call a good stable family mom was okay mom was living the street life dad was in and out of jail so and he was just a person who he lived he lived the lifestyle like everyone else he was a struggling but he 
changed his life because he said, I'm changing my life. He said, because I have to change my life. He says, I can't live the way I'm living. So he wanted something better. And he asked for something better. And he said that, and he said what he did was, he said he got down one day, he said he got down on his knees and he said, he asked the creator. And he said, I want you to bring me a wife. A wife that I can love and that will love me with all my flaws and all my mistakes. And she was like, and he was like, that's what I wanted. And, that, and that's what he got. They got a bunch of kids. They're living the traditional life. They're loving life. He's living the good life. Trust me, students, when I tell you, sometimes you just have to go through, you have to weather the storm in order to do things. This is not about being an alpha. This is about what you do. This is about how you live your life. Okay? This is about how you live your life. Because sometimes you got to go through that storm. Now, I read the book. There's a book you, you can look up. There's a book about, um, it's about a basketball player who said he slept with over a thousand women. He's still single. And everybody just curiously wanting to know, how did he do that? Well, I don't know. And then there's this other famous actor who said that he had to go through the storm to get his wife. He had to marry a bunch of rotten apples just to get the one because he was in Hollywood. So you had to get, you had to live that Hollywood lifestyle, get that trophy wife, someone that's, that, that's his equal. So he ended up having to find someone that's a plus. And he found someone. Here's one. Uh, I think it's Leonardo. It's either uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I think it's Leonardo. Yeah, I think that's him. I might be wrong. It's one of those actors, well-respected actor, who end up marrying, he end up marrying someone who is not in Hollywood. This person was not in Hollywood. This person was someone who was just a regular, I think it was a cocktail server. That's the one. Cocktail server or, or bartender. Someone like that. And then there's another one. I do know this one, Julia Roberts. I'm telling you this, students, because I want you to understand something. Julia Roberts, she married um, a guy who wasn't in Hollywood. He was just a, a construction worker. I mean, what I mean, he, he worked on sets and stuff like that, but not an actor at all. Then there's another famous star. She married, she married a guy who didn't know who she was. She was famous, but he didn't know she was famous. See, you can marry people like that. And, and that I'm telling you, that's something you can do. And that right there, I'm just saying that's something that you can do. Because you never know. There's always someone for everyone. Trust me, there's someone for everyone. Somebody once said, there's, all, there's more fish in the sea. You just got to go fishing. Throw your net. Sometimes your net is so shallow, you might throw it in a wider ocean. Because you'll find someone. Trust me. You'll find that person. And when you find that person, that person will complete you. And that's what you got to do. Find the person that's going to complete you, that's going to make you happy. That's going to make you that better person. That's what I'm talking about. Now, 
being an asshole, yeah. Now I've seen now I've seen some videos on there about red pill and how they say, well, this person is you know the way these women talk about these men and stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. You're not wanting someone that's gonna sit there. You're not looking for someone that's gonna be and you don't want someone that's gonna argue with you. You don't want someone that's gonna beat you down. You want someone that's gonna just lift you up, give you that stability, give you that support, make you a better man or make you a better woman or make you a better person because you want that person to rise up and give you what you need, structure, guidance, wisdom, and love. See, love has two meanings to it. Love can help you. Love can hurt you. I heard, an, I heard a person on YouTube said, um, I will never be in love because I don't want to have the heartache, to go through the pain. But sometimes you got to go through the pain in order to get saving grace. That's what I mean. You want to go through that storm so you can find saving grace. All right, students, listen. I want you to write this down right here. When you, when, this is what I want you to write down because you probably, if you didn't catch it in my earlier podcast, I talk about it, but I'm going to tell you this right now. So when you find that person, when you find that person that actually completes you, the person that actually, that you can say, I am in love, because the hardest word to tell someone is, I love you. You can say, I appreciate you, um, you complete me, you're my person, I care about you, I value you, but the word love is a hard thing. I, I, give, you, I give you an example. There's this, there's this girl and there's this guy. Both of them could not say that word. They both were brother and sister, but they could not say that word. I don't know why. But they could not say that word. Something that's just irrelevant to other people. But for them, they couldn't say that word. So, both of them, because you know why? They were never taught to say that word. Her mom never said it. Their father never, ever said that. One day... He met this woman. The brother met this woman. The reason why I know these two people is because I know these two people because I used to work with him at a particular place. We worked at this factory. And he was a really good, good, good stock, good um, everything. His values were good. And he did something that his mom and dad had never done. When he was young, he would always... He got up one day and and one day he was out and about. He said he was out and about because he was telling me how it happened. He said he was out and about and he bumped into two missionaries. And the two missionaries, they were from the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. Not saying anything bad about the church or nothing like that. I'm just saying how what happened for, with him. He met them and they gave him they they told him about the bible and everything and he says well you know yeah okay i understand that 
Then they turned around and they talked to him and they gave him, told him, you should come to church. He says, okay. He says, but I have a job and my job, you know, is I work. He says, that's okay. We're, you're good. As long as you can able to do these things, you're good. So what he did was, he says, okay. He went to church on a Sunday. Dog tired because he worked the graveyard shift. We both worked graveyard. And he got off church. He got off and went to church. Every Sunday he kept going. He kept going. Got baptized. Lived the good life in church. People always wonder what the hell, why, you know, well, I don't understand. What does it have to do with me? I'm getting there. I just had to tell you that backstory about church because church is what grounded him. He went out and he happened to be somewhere. And he bumped into two females. He didn't, he didn't know because he, you know, they were, they, they had their jackets on. They had their coats on because it was a little bit cold. And because they had their coats on, he didn't see their name tag. He asked her her name and she said, Sarah. She said, Sarah. He says, oh, hi, Sarah. She says, oh, hi. And he goes, he goes, he goes, wow. He says, you go to church? He said, she goes, she, she asked him, you go to church? Yes, I go to church. What church you go to? I go to the LD, I go to the LDS church at such, such ward. Oh, I know that ward. She goes, oh, I know that ward. I know that ward. Um, I, 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 I go that ward, but I'm in the, um, I go in the evening service. I go to the afternoon service instead of the morning service. He goes, oh, oh. So when I leave, you'll be, you'll be coming in. She said, yes. I guess I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to stay over and see you. And she says, okay, I'll see you there. He actually stayed over and went to church just to see her. When he went there to go see her, he walked in to go see her. He literally went in the church. He waited. She, she came in with her partner and she goes, hi, Sarah. He goes, oh, wow, sister. I didn't, I'm sorry, I did not know that. I am sorry, sister. She said, oh no, that's okay. She goes, that's okay. And he goes, oh, I apologize. And he apologizing, you know, the way he was talking. Oh, I'm so sorry for my words and stuff. She's like, no, it's okay. You were just being a, you were just being a human being. Next, you know what? They started talking. And here's what happened. While they were talking, they had a lot in common. She turned around and, and they had a lot in common. And she turned around and they got to talking and stuff. One thing led to another. She was almost done with her mission. He says, can I get your phone number? She goes, oh, sure. Here's my phone number. She was leaving. She said, here's my address. He wrote her a long letter. And the letter he wrote her, he told her, there's something about you that makes me want to keep talking to you. If, here's my number. This is my phone number. You can call me if you want to. If you don't, it's fine. She called him. They started talking long distance and stuff. He packed up. He moved. He packed up and left and went to where she lived. They got married. Got sealed in the temple. He's a member of the church. His sister 
Same thing. No, she didn't marry no member of the church or anything like that. No Mormon or anything. No, she just, she found a guy because she saw something in him. This guy had just got out of jail. The guy had just got out of jail and he was, um, he was, um, he was a felon, but he was a felon with potential and she saw the potential in him and she saw good in him. They got married and they lived happily ever after. Even though he had a past, she overlooked that. They got a new past of them being together. So I'm telling you, students, sometimes you may find your high value person could be a felon, could be a criminal, could be a person that's that's from the gutters. I knew a guy who prayed. He said he he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and said, hey, God, send me a good woman. And guess where he found her? He was one day he was driving and he talked about this story. He was driving and his car and he was driving his car just stirred over and, and, and stopped. Would not start. He gets up. And he goes, what the hell's going on? Looked on the ground. There was a woman laying in the gutter, strung out on drugs. He goes and he, he picks her up and he sees her. He picks her up, puts her in the car. And he takes her to the hospital. Car starts. Something told him to stay there. So he stayed there to make sure she was okay. She was fine. He turned around and as he was leaving, he heard the voice. of Someone telling him, that's your wife. You need her. So he goes and he talks to her and he tells her and he waited. She got out. She got clean. She got out. She got done from the hospital. He came back and he asked her, where do you live? She didn't have a place. You can come stay at my place. She stayed there. She was detoxing. She was very chaos. She was very brutal, very argumentative, doesn't trust anyone. But he sat there and he stayed with her through that whole trauma. And when she finally came out of that trauma, she was a ray of sunshine. They got married. So sometimes it happens like that. And, and they've been living a good life with, the, with, the, with going to church and everything. So I'm telling you, it can happen, students. Sometimes it happens. Hey, everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and this is Red Pill Lecture. This, is what I, this one is a different one. It's talking about how to find the right person. It's not really a red pill. It's about how, how, finding a high-value person. Sometimes a high-value person doesn't necessarily mean someone with a lot of money. Sometimes it could be someone who doesn't have any money. It could be with someone that you can find in the gutter, someone that's poor, someone that's homeless, someone that's a wretched, someone that's a drug addict, someone that's mental, has a mental disorder, someone that's um, struggling. That's what I mean. You never know who you're going to find, okay? All right? You find that person, that might be that one, all right? I'll catch y'all in the next podcast. This is, doc, this is your professoro, Dr. J.R. Bell. And I will catch you in the next Red Pill Lecture. Because this is a more of a TED Talk, because as the more I go on, it's more of a TED Talk. Instead of bashing about being more of an alpha, because I didn't want to be alpha, but I want to keep it as Red Pill. More of like a purple pill, but I don't want to say purple because I, I just like the purple. You know, it's not it. But I'll see you in the next podcast, all right? I'm out.